2: Good evening. One more welcome to Business Life. Coming up, Bank uh, World Bank expresses commitment to fast-track discussions for the release of two hundred and fifty million dollars support financial stability fund. Securities and Exchange Commission announces plans to mitigate or migrate its operations to a new framework to help investors in identify risks in the capital market. Former board chairman of the Volta River Authority pushes for at least cost-procurement competitive tender regime to curb inefficiencies in the power sector.
3: Very quickly get into a least-cost-procurement competitive tender regime. Mm -hmm. And if we don't do that... We will always get into these sort of emergency situations where we're scrambling to bring in power.
2: We have details of these and many others coming your way all in a moment. Please stay. to business life with me Kuchubaka. the world bank is promising to fast-track discussions to ensure that the 250 million dollars support for the financial stability fund is released on time it's coming after the government completed the framework that will support the fund um, which will take off from July this year however the world bank is yet to release its 250 million dollar seed support for the fund This is because the Ministry of Finance is yet to complete um, the various negotiations with the bank on the prior uh, actions needed before the funds are released. Pierre Laporte is the World Bank country director.
1: Then, because of the effects of the fiscal consolidation, we've also brought in early on uh, additional financing for social protection Mm -hmm. of 150 million, which is going to the board this month. So, this will come early. Our budget support will come in the second half of the year. But we've also brought in uh, a financial sector support project, mm. as you know, with the domestic restructuring of debt, domestic yeah, debt. Yeah. These have impacted the banks; yeah. the capital adequacy have been uh, hit, and uh, as we speak, most banks, if not all, have uh, are probably below the capital adequacy requirement. Mm. And uh, we are bringing bringing in 250 million dollars in emergency financial support project. Mm. To help uh, central bank and uh, government cushion the impact on the mm-hmm. banks of uh, liquidity, and we focusing mostly on solvency mm-hmm. issues. But I want to make an important point: we will continue to deliver our regular projects. For instance, now in this month, we will bring uh, an agriculture diversification project to the board, 400 million. We will also bring extra financing of 150 for Gwetaka resilience project. Uh, so we will continue to mm-hmm. do our our work, mm-hmm. but. Let's let's be fair. I mean, uh, the faster it comes, the better. Mm. We cannot go to our board if this thing is not clear, because mm. we need to know where we put our money and if mm. we put our money in the right place and in the right way. But to be fair, also, this is a challenging issue. The first time Ghana goes through this, very few, if not any, country has done exactly mm. the mm. kind of de- domestic debt restructuring Ghana has mm. done. I know there's Jamaica, there's others who've done it, but there's been differences. So it's not a straightforward issue. But mm. really, our hope is that. Uh, Central bank government can finalize a plan mm. as early as possible. Mm.
2: And In that interaction with my colleague, Georgia Let's to zoom and speak to Professor Lord Mensah who is an economist and also a professor at the University of Ghana Business School. Um, Professor Mensah, grateful you could join me um, on the program. Now are you worried that Ghana um, as it stands now, um, we are making efforts to ensure that you know we have the World Bank you know approve um, our stabilization fund which of course they they have?
4: I'm I'm not worried because um, in a way Bank of Ghana has already, I mean, prepared the grounds. I uh, remember Bank of Ghana issued a directive that dividends should be hold on, well, I mean, for some time now. Indirectly, it's a way of, you know, the equity holder more or less rescuing the situation instead of uh, waiting for these external funds. Some of these funds are more or less uncertain as to whether um, it will come or not. But I'm happy we we done with the framework. And in the end, um, hopefully, once the board meet on it, it will, it will be money to show up in, a, in the country's accounts. But then what we also need to, um, I mean, be cautious of is all these monies that are coming as a result of the benefits that, you know, we're supposed to get from the IMF. What Ghanaians need to ensure is that the monies are used for their purpose. And we know, I mean, for Stabilization Fund, we know very well that the DDP has eroded the banking sector's... Uh, profit and all those. And as a result of that, some of the banks are shaky, and by so doing, they may have to, you know, tap into a fund. So the purpose and the usage of, you know, some of these funds coming into the folds of, you know, our government is what we need to make sure that we need to be concerned of. But I'm not that worried, because already there's a statement that, you know, banks should hold on with their dividend payments. Mm. All right. So... Which particular sectors
2: are you looking at this fund should uh, you know touch on?
5: Of course, it's
4: supposed to be the financial sector. It's an earmarked fund, and once the earmarked fund diversion becomes a problem, unless I mean in the hands of government, they find their own way of diverting some of these funds. But it's an earmarked fund purposely for stabilization, and so it should go into the banking sector.
2: So, is any delay in operationalizing the Ghana Financial Stability Fund going to hurt the banking and financial sectors? You think?
4: Yeah, I don't think uh, there's a problem because, I mean, we saw the repercussions of some of the the, the, the DDEP on the profits of the bank, which was negative. I mean, for so many years, if you sequence the profit, clearly you will get to know that it's this year that, you know, the banks have recorded, you know, um, you know a, a loss. And how deep the losses are, I don't think um, it's much of a concern. And if there's a delay, and like I said, you know, Bank of Ghana has already issued... You know, um, um, a directive that the banks should hold on with their dividend payment. It's a way of retaining, you know, more or less um, funds for the purpose of filling in some of the losses.
2: Let's look at the impact this is um, would have um, on the banking sector. Let's talk about that.
4: Yes, of course. Um, and we we suppose we we supposed to see a boost in mm. you know, the banking sector. We know very well that liquidity has been a problem, and uh, that is why. You know, turning away from government instrument has been difficult. And we hope that with some of these boosts, I mean, they will start turning to the private sector. And that is, you know, the benefit that we look out for when it comes to some of these, I mean, uh, economic reforms like uh, um, the IMF program that we have now.
2: All right. We are grateful uh, Professor Lord Mesa for your time here on business life sharing your perspective with us we really appreciate that Let's on longer on the economy and British financial economist and lecturer at the Aston University in Birmingham Dr. Sahid Mukhtar Chaudhry has described banks in Ghana as too profitable hence the need for the imposition of a bank tax to generate more revenue for the government according to him that bank tax will provide the country a sustained source of revenue and act as catalyst for banks to to reduce reliance on short-term funding now speaking to joy business dr Chaudry proposed a tax of two percent on banks investments in treasury investments
6: so basically, the the profits are driven by uh, mainly the investment in treasury securities. So, if you look at the detail of the banks, uh, they invest uh, some some of the banks. They their investment to treasury securities is almost three times of their lending. Uh, and historically, this is what they have been doing it. Uh, and uh, uh, basically. This becomes even worse when the interest rates are high because there is, uh, you know, big incentive for banks to invest into treasuries. So, uh, broadly speaking, this is uh, the whole profits is coming from, you know, easy investment into treasury securities uh, and uh, banks which are supposed to lend to businesses and households uh, particularly to businesses which basically uh, keep the economy moving uh, they are not doing that that, that enough so I also show in my uh, uh, my research that uh, the loan to GDP ratio uh, is very low uh, and uh, banks are mostly investing into treasuries to to get uh, the profit Uh, it's not normal at all Uh, uh, typically uh, a bank should invest uh, their money should be invested like sixty five to seventy percent into loans uh, and only fifty to twenty percent should be into in investments but we see uh, in, in, uh, in, uh, particularly in big ghanaian banks that their, you know their investments are two or three times uh, more than the loans so what can be done? I propose that uh, there should be some kind of you know uh, uh, tax on uh, banks uh, that could be imposed on the their investment into treasuries and uh, that should be short term and of course it's uh, is uh, because government borrows from the from the banks uh, by uh, this investment into treasuries by banks uh, So, uh, but, the, but the government can benefit by the taxation which they uh, which they get from uh, if banks are investing into treasuries and government can look for some other avenues so one of the way that you know banks share their profit in the form of taxation uh, if they invest into treasury bills and uh, that's my short term solution. For the longer term I think they should be more uh, similar to uh, uh, what exists in uh, some of the European countries to tax uh, the risky liabilities which is net of uh, equity and insured deposits.
2: And now to the securities market now where the commission says efforts to bring back confidence to the capital market is on course and yielding some results now this follows recent happenings in the economy which has slowed down confidence speaking to journalists head of communications and external affairs dr godwin answer said sec is migrating to a new framework to help investors identify risks in the capital market we have a robust education program coming up uh, later in the year, so this is a key thing that we do. Again, uh, the sex bureau in, on the Financial stability Council is also another measure to ensure that there are no loopholes which, you know, miscreants can actually take uh, advantage of. Now let me also point to the fact that We are also migrating to a new risk based um, framework which will help the SEC uh, proactively identify and deal with risk issues that may
0: potentially uh, affect investors.
2: Now, a former board chairman of the Volta River Authority, Kweku Awache is calling for a least-cost-procurement competitive tender regime to curb the inefficiencies in the power sector. According to him, that's the only solution to address the lingering issues bothering the sector's efficiency and sustainability. His comment is coming at a time independent power producers have resolved to give the government up to June 30th to pay a minimum of 30% of the outstanding energy debt else they will not guarantee the continued generation of electricity. Reacting to the development on the Super money show, Mr. you said government would have to be pragmatic about its future
3: contracts. Well, we've got to get the governance of the system right. Um, and I know, once again, these are things that are understood, they are known. Mm. And it's really very much about having the political will and institutional capacity to follow through. what we know we need to do so Mm -hmm. but when you ask me I mean government knows what to do Um, we've got to get our tariffs right we've got Mm -hmm. to cover the cost of production we've got to reduce our losses and fix ECG we've got to very quickly get into a least cost procurement competitive tender regime Mm -hmm. and and, if we don't do that we will always get into these sort of emergency situations where we're scrambling to bring in power, we get them at terms that are not necessarily favorable to us. Mm. Um, But but it's got to be uh, integrated, it's got to be well thought through, it's got to be coherent, and it's got to be accepted and owned by the agencies across the sector. And sometimes that breakdown, that lack of alignment is a real problem. But if that's not there it's very difficult to implement properly. We got to very quickly get into a least cost procurement
0: competitive tender regime mm. and, and yeah, yeah. If Ram hecha para vivir. Ram is una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
3: Don't do that. We will always get into these sort of emergency situations where we're scrambling to bring in power.
2: Moving on to some other stories, the Ghana Enterprises Agency with support from the World Bank has launched an enterprise support program to provide 150 enterprises of people with disabilities with about 12 million Ghana cities grant. According to Deputy Minister of Trade and Industry, Dr. Stephen Amwa, the grant is expected to help PWDs scale up their businesses and create new businesses to contribute to development.
7: The PWD Enterprise Support Program will provide the enterprises with technical assistance that will help attract investment and funding. The program will focus on agribusiness, manufacturing, hospitality and other sectors speaking at the launch deputy minister of trade and industry dr Stephen amwa said the initiative is intended to foster job creation and the competitiveness of pwds in the country the objective is to promote inclusive
0: economic growth and gender equality this time round, the persons with disability enterprise support program will focus on promoting the welfare of enterprises owned by persons with disability through business and financial management training and grant funding. I'm reliably informed that a total of 150 enterprises owned by persons with disabilities will be supported with about 12 million Ghana cities in technical assistance and grants. Supporting persons with disability in Ghana is essential for upholding quality, in- inclusivity, and fostering economic empowerment.
7: Country Director of the World Bank, Pierre-Frank Laporte, added that the program will generally contribute to the growth of the private sector.
1: The Ghana Economic Transformation Project, this is a project that seeks to support uh, private sector growth, including uh, medium, small and medium-sized enterprises. And whilst we've been providing grants uh, for various kinds of uh, activities, including uh, post-COVID and, you know, the normal uh, support, we also noticed that there was some sort of need to have something more targeted for the disabled group. And I discussed with my team because recently we've had a few, you know, disabled enterprises and leaders who came to us and we could not quite assist because we didn't have the kind of instrument. But now we've, we've, we've worked and put in place with, uh, with the GEA's implementation agency. It's a dedicated uh, window that will help only the disabled community to have some sort of support for their small activities.
7: Chief Executive of the Ghana Enterprises Agency, Kosiyanki said the program will address challenges faced by PWDs in regards to unemployment. The incidence of disability in Ghana is higher among females than meals with up to 59% of PWDs living in the rural areas as against
3: this summer go to the movies projected on the side of a mountain discover a new favorite restaurant your campsite find yourself when you lose your signal discover a new playlist mother nature make your summer special at the Kia summer sales event with a dependable Kia SUV or powerful sedan Kia movement that inspires.
2: Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Event N7523. milk plc has recorded a positive growth in revenue by 15 percent in the 2022 financial year that's according to the company's latest annual report the corporation increased the amount it delivered in 2021 by more than 68 million ghana cities here's more from the company's annual general meeting held
3: in accra
8: the strong growth came from recovery of its indoor business and increase in export business to affiliated companies Speaking at the 62nd annual general meeting, Chief Executive of Farm Milk PLC, Yozio Baten, said, despite the company going through a tremendous period of change as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, the company was able to hold the fort by expanding its income.
5: To share with you some of the increases and in implication in terms of pricing, we saw, for example, the milk powder, which is one of our key ingredients Price increasing almost 50%, sugar went up 71%, the palm kernel 66%, and so on and so forth. In that context, you'll be wondering how did we perform. Did we manage once again to make lemonade out of the challenges that we faced, out of the lemon that we got, Well, I am happy to say that at least from a revenue point of view, we are able to hold the fort and grow our revenue by 15%, adding more than 68 million Ghana cities to what we delivered in the year 2021.
8: On his part, chairman of the company, Charles Mensah, made a passionate appeal to government to implement measures to stabilize the city to enable businesses' function with certainty.
0: For for us, what we want to see is a stable currency. A stable currency, not up and down, up and down, up and down. It makes it unpredictable, and the thing we hate most is unpredictability. We want to be certain that this is the currency and we work around it. Same thing with inflation. Low, stable inflation, not just going up and down every, every month or so. So in all things, it's not, more, it's not the height of it but rather the stability is what we are looking to see. And uh, if government creates that environment, it makes it easy for business people and the leadership of farm milk like Mr. Yeo to then plan their future very well.
8: He added that the company has resolved to sink their roots deeper in Ghana by purchasing raw materials from the country in order to generate more profit for local shareholders.
0: We've been here for about... Uh, 60 years plus, and uh, over these years, we've been importing most of our products, our raw materials from outside. As the managing director said, we've been importing about 90% of our raw materials from outside, from Europe and the Far East. What we have decided to do is to turn it around and import and, and buy 90% of our raw materials from Ghana. So we are now buying. Uh, starch, cassava starch from Ghana. We're trying to buy soybeans from Ghana. We're trying to buy uh, palm oil, not from Asia, but from Thanks so much for being part of the bulletin. I am Paios. Kujo
2: baka. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.